The Rebbe starts off the Sikha by saying that we discussed many times how accurate everything in Rashi is, not only the words of his Pirush, but also the Dibur HaMaskal, the words that he quotes in the Pasuk. In our Parsha, in the beginning of the Parsha of the Yom Toivim, after the Parsha starts off with an introduction saying that Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu to speak, speak to the Bnei Yisroel, that these are the Yom Toivim, these are Moyadei Hashem, Elohei Moyadei, the Pasuk goes on and says, Sheish Yom, six days, work shall be done. On the seventh day is a holy day, a day of Shabbos, work shall not be done. Then the Torah goes on to speak about Elam Oyadei Hashem, these are the Yom Toivim, and enumerates all the Yom Toivim. Now Rashi quotes the word Sheish Yom and asks, what does Shabbos have anything to do with Yom Tov? Why are we mentioning Shabbos here? It comes to teach you that if someone desecrates Yom Tov, it's as if he desecrates Shabbos. If someone keeps Yom Tov, it's as if he keeps Shabbos. So the Rebbe asks, Rashi is coming seemingly to deal with why Shabbos is mentioned together with Yom Tif. What should have Rashi quoted from the Pasuk? The words, Uvayoyim Hashvi Shabbos. And yet, what is Rashi quoting from the Pasuk? The words, Sheishas Yomim. Rashi seemingly is not explaining anything to do with Sheishas Yomim. Now seemingly you could try to answer and say, Sheishas Yomim is the beginning of everything being discussed, or Sheishas Yomim is just a header for the whole beginning of everything we're going to discuss over here. As we do find sometimes is the case, the Rebbe brings some examples, Rashi will quote Vasisa Aphoid, and describe everything that's going to happen by the aphoid. In a further Rashi, right over here in this parsha regarding the Yomim Toivim, Rashi does a similar thing with Elam Oyadei Hashem. Rashi starts discussing the whole idea of Yom Tif. But the Rebbe says the problem in our case is that Rashi's beginning words have to have at least something to do with what he's about to discuss. Like in the case of aphoid, he is discussing the aphoid. Whereas in Sheishas Yomim, seemingly Rashi is not discussing anything to do with the six days at all. He's only discussing Shabbos and how it's related to Yom Tov. Why then is Rashi quoting the words Sheishas Yomim? Another question that Rebbe has is why is Rashi starting off with a negative? Someone that's desecrating Yom Tov, it's as if he desecrates Shabbos, and then the positive, where seemingly in the Pasuk, the Pasuk seems mainly to be emphasizing the positive. We need to keep Shabbos, we need to keep Yom Tov. Why would Rashi be focusing on the negative? Now, even though that is the wording in the original source in the Torah Skoyinim, but we know already from other places that Rashi is not limited to necessarily be always quoting the words from the original source unless that's relevant to the, to the explanation over here. To explain this, the Rebbe says, is that what actually is bothering Rashi is something else completely. To say why Shabbos is together with the Yom Tovim is not such a question, because... These are the special days. It's understood. Shabbos is one of those special days that come along together with Yom Toivim. We could also be putting them together because we want to contrast them, show the differences, the similarities, and so on. What Rashi is actually bothered is with the introduction, six days work shall be done. This seems to have no room in our Pasuk whatsoever. Because... In the first time the Torah tells us about six days you should do work on the seventh day you rest on Shabbos, we can understand why that would say. When the Torah needs to tell us, don't worry about resting on Shabbos because you're going to first do work for six days. The Torah is telling us why we rest on Shabbos because Hashem rested on six days, worked on six days, excuse me, rested on Shabbos, so we work on six days, we rest on Shabbos. The pastor can be telling us the idea, as Rashi himself says, that when Shabbos comes, it should be as if all the work that you did in those six days, now it's all over, you have nothing to be concerned about anymore. But here in this parsha, it seems to be very strange to start off with the word Sheishas Yomim. The Torah starts off speaking about these are the Yomim Toivim, and then starts telling us 
that which day, special days do we have? As an introduction, suddenly we say six days you should do work, seven days Shabbos, and then Yom Tif. Why are we speaking suddenly again about the six days? They seem to be irrelevant over here. This is what Rashi is coming to deal with and say, explaining this by telling us there's a reason why Shabbos and Yom Tif are put together to teach us that if you desecrate Yom Tif, it's as serious as desecrating Shabbos and this will help us understand why the Torah started off with saying Sheishas Yomim. What does Sheishas Yomim mean? It doesn't say Shisha Yomim. It doesn't say six days. Sheishas Yomim means it's a unit, a group of six days. That is, the Torah is trying to tell us over here that we have two types of times, two groupings within time. We have Sheishas Yomim, we have the work week, we have the regular days of the week, which we call Sheishas Yomim, this group, this unit of six days. And this is a separate kind of time. Anything outside of these six days automatically is not your work days. Automatically is not days that you should be involved with the mundane, with the work. Those are the Shabbos. Those are the Yom Tov days. And in that way, in that context, Shabbos and Yom Tov are exactly the same. Yes, there may be certain differences and details between Shabbos and Yom Tov. But the general idea is that Sheishas Yom We have a group of work days and anything else is outside of that. That automatically tells us that the moment you do work on any other day, added the six days, added the regular weekdays, the moment you desecrate any of those days, it's all exactly the same. Shabbos, Yom Tov, it's all the same. That helps us understand why it is that Rashi is first of all just quoting the word Sheishas Yomim, because that is what he's coming to answer. What is this concept of this grouping of six days? This is what Rashi is telling us. The reason why it's a, a separate group that, that helps us, under, is understood and helps us realize this idea that Shabbos and Yom Tov are all a separate category out of these six days. Says the Rebbe, this is also why Rashi starts off with a negative because that's really the whole thing, point the Pasuk is trying to say. The whole point the Pasuk is trying to say is that anytime you're going to do work outside of the given work days that Hashem gave you, automatically it's all going to be in the same category and they're going to be as serious as each other. The Rebbe tells us in Pnimi Yisatayr, this is a very powerful idea as well. We know that the Chazal tell us that we need to do work during the six days. It's actually even considered a mitzvah. We need to get involved in the world. We need to make a keili in Derech HaTeva, and that's when Hashem gives us our bracha. But we need to remember that's only as far as our guf is concerned, our body is concerned. As far as our neshama is concerned, we have nothing to do with the ways of the world at all. We have nothing to do with nature of the world at all. As far as the neshama is concerned, there's no point of getting involved in the world and all the physical things, etc. And as far as the Nisham is concerned, that's what we should be involved in the Shabbosdika atmosphere. It is these two extremes that's demanded in the avoid of the Yid. On the one hand, the Torah is telling us, yes, we have that grouping of time, Sheishas Yomim, we are involved in the work and it's even a mitzvah. On the other hand, we have the ideas of Shabbos and Yom Tif, when by a Yid is shining his Nishama. This is the other grouping of time, and therefore, at that point, there is no room for any of the limitations of the world, and the guf, and so on and so forth. Says the Rebbe, since the Nisham is completely higher than guf, higher than golos, eventually it impacts even the guf, that notwithstanding the guf does have certain limitations, nevertheless, in it should shine. The power of the Nisham, which is higher than all the limitations, till finally we get the guf also out of the guf, out of the golos in the literal sense, by the Gu'ulu Amit is Vashleimah de Meshech Tzitkeinu Bukarev Mamash.